0: Welcome to another Bradley Basics podcast. I've got a really special guest here, uh, Jacqueline Lennox. How are you doing, Jacqueline?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Thanks for taking the time. Uh, Jacqueline is the daughter of Paul Lennox. Uh, Paul has probably got one of the uh, most downloaded podcasts on the Bradley Basics, talking about his career journey, at, You know, building New York City that he and I worked on and continue to work on, so it's great. So uh, I asked Jacqueline to come here. She's a uh, college student. First year, right? Yep. Yeah, eighteen years old. So yep. I'm I'm just gonna reverence your age. I know you're a gal. I'm not trying to aid, aim or age shame you. I just nice. I think it's good to understand because a lot of times it's I, I I throughout my my life I just kind of let young people know where their their stage is in life and time, and that yeah. you guys are very rich in time and mm-hmm. to use your time wisely. And and if you do that, you'll you'll just be further along in life. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, so you uh, you have a brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, how's that?
1: He's good. Mm-hmm. Um he's 13. He's in middle school. You know, online school has been a little rough, but mm-hmm. he's doing what he can. Yeah. yeah. What does he like to do? Um he loves video-, video games. He's him and his friends play video games for hours. He's so smart with how to defeat a video game. He'll buy, get a new one and it'll be he'll finish the game in 2 days. Like he's he's very good at that kind of like problem solving or fighting games i'm not i'm i'm very bad at them yeah yeah so
0: what i mean what what are these games that he likes to play um he. because i never played them really
1: yeah I, I i should know but um he likes a lot of like call of duty he used to play a lot i'm trying to think i know he likes some star wars games and some other i don't know i don't really know a lot of the games he plays which is really it's funny well, but that's, um that's all
0: right yeah so yeah. there's more like more like war games right
1: yeah like my dad likes to play them with him too oh really yeah
0: oh your, your dad plays oh wow yeah. okay that's cool <laughs> That's cool, and then uh, you uh, you're going to what Morris County? Yeah, community County college? college of Morris. Yeah. That's great. So how do you like that?
1: I love it there. It's um, it's it's a really great school. Um, you know, my community college is where I live. I live in Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Um, is Raritan Valley Community College. Um, and I won't. I you know a lot of people ask me, oh, you go to community college? You go to RV? And I said, well, no, I actually go to County College of Morris or CCM. Um, and they were like, oh, why don't you go there? And I was like, well, well, they don't offer my major at the college, at community college. So I travel the extra hour to go somewhere. who.
0: Oh, it takes you an hour to get to school. Yeah. Right? That, so what is your major?
1: Um, musical theater.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I, from our brief, con- you know, I just met you, obviously, and we had a yeah. phone conversation where you came here. So I'll get to know you. If- you know, more if you want to, you know, you can always call and talk to you, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I, what I was impressed with our conversation is that the major, you really like, like the major and you're really doing well. You're actually taking a lot of courses. Like we are taking like 24 credits or 20.
1: Yeah. My first semester, I took 19 over the winter. You can only take eight credits. I took seven. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this semester I'm taking 21.
0: Wow. And you're working too, right? Yes.
1: I work four days a week.
0: Wow. And you're you're like paying your way, right?
1: Yep. I've paid for every semester of my own education so far. How do you like that? Um, I, I like it. I like feeling independent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really nice because especially now that I'm working, like I started working my senior year, and you know, and then COVID hit. So I was on unemployment. And then I got, a, uh, I started babysitting this family in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was making money uh, doing that almost like a nanny job. And then I work at my dance studio now, which um is Gotta Dance, New Jersey. And they have four locations so i do like temperature checks and office work for them to make sure everyone's COVID safe and all the technology they use to do both hybrid and virtual classes is working okay and then sometimes if they need it i do sub dance classes here and there which is really cool Mm -hmm. that's
0: great that's great yeah i mean i I went to uh landscape beauty college you know i'm an engineer from michigan state i and i paid my way through school so yeah what's good about what you're doing now at 18 years old is you're learning the value of money yeah Time that it takes to make money, mm-hmm. and and what people are willing to pay you for what what yeah. you know and what you do, and those are just great life skills. Yeah, and then it, as you get older in life, they they just get bigger. Yeah, because you know you have a family or you know yeah. there's just more responsibility. So learning those basics now and and try like you're trying like so you're 18, so you you know stretch stretch your legs a little bit. Yeah, pull muscles. You got you got time to repair you know yep. it's not it's, it, it's good very good very impressive all right so yeah so I sent you I, I, I emailed you the questions right so mm-hmm. I've got seven questions this usually I do five but I got seven so I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if that maybe that makes you special I don't know so <laughs> <laughs> uh why did you pick the major that you did
1: um I actually the reason why I picked it is because I love musical theater I love anything about music I've always really loved music I loved singing I actually started as a dancer. When I I started dancing when I was three year old, three years old. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and how did you I, get into that? My mom signed me up for classes. Um, I did like
0: at three, three years old.
1: Yeah, they have like baby. They're like baby ballet classes, and mm-hmm. they help with like movement development. You know, there's a, there's a whole study. I have a friend that I talked to who works at the dance studio, and she's um in her graduate's degree to get a education in dance made. Uh, degree which is really cool and you know they talk about the study of movement and that how that progresses and everything and it's a really interesting topic but um um yeah so i started dancing when i was three and i've been dancing and i still do dance i take dance classes at my college Mm -hmm. um
0: what type of dance classes
1: i take ballet there's different ones right yeah so for at school right now i take ballet twice a week modern twice a week and then i have our performance class which was we are uh, preparing for a performance in may I think it's May 7th and 8th. Okay. Which is really cool. Yeah. Especially, you know, doing something during COVID, which has been, it's been interesting.
0: Well, Um, yeah, staying active, you know? Yeah.
1: So. But, I, yeah, I actually was a dancer before I became into musical theater. I really didn't, ha- you know, the musical theater bug, as my, my family calls it, didn't bite me until I was in seventh grade when I auditioned for my first musical. Oh, wow. Which was Legally Blonde. I don't know if you, you don't know. I Yeah, I, heard, I remember
0: that with uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, so yeah, the I movie, saw that, it's, yeah. yeah, so it's the That's same. That's a great movie.
1: Yeah, and then they made it into a musical, and it's, it's oh, a, they did. yeah, it's a great musical. Oh, wow. Um, I, yeah, you can look it up on, there's a whole bootleg of it on YouTube, on it. <laughs> I've watched. Well, yeah, it's a,
0: you know, email it to me, okay. or. Yeah. If you have an inst, we're Instagrammers now, or on Instagram. If you have anything from Instagram, just forward it to me. All right,
1: we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Whatever. Um. So yeah, and from then on, I started auditioning for anything and everything I could. And my my mom was always there with me by my side. She was always finding stuff and being like, you want to audition?" I'm always like, "Yeah." I've done, I've done a bunch of musicals. I've done a bunch of intensive, both dance and musical theater. Um. Yeah, which is really cool and. That's when, like, especially my like, you know, going into high school, that's when you know I didn't know if I wanted to do musical theater because, like, well, it's not a stable career choice, and you know you have all those people telling you that and here and there. And I was like, by senior year, I was like, because I was really thinking about going into education, and I am, mm-hmm. I still am, but I was like, no, I really want to do musical theater. It's like what well, I. Well, really you talked to. In, our,
0: in our conversation. You talked about maybe getting into teaching.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You but, speak very well, so you could do that. <laughs> thank you could do, you, yeah. You, uh, well, like I told you on the phone call. My buddy Greg Connors, who got me into this, all this, po- this is the, all he's specting all this podcast stuff. Yeah, like, he went, He just graduated from NYU, and he's yeah. legit. He's a legit actor, and he and he's a big Broadway guy. So mm-hmm. I feel the pain about the Broadway being shut down. But he's yeah. working on a couple, uh, like plays that he's gonna. He's actually writing one. Oh wow! Yeah, so you know when time permits, we'll we'll hook ho- I'll hook you up with oh, him. That'd and he be great. he said he'd like to talk to you. so yeah, I already no, got that going. I would love to talk in the to here. Him. there's whole, this whole NYU. You know, crew in the city. Yeah, where and these people are legit. And he does a lot of voice uh, voiceovers. Like his girlfriend, a real serious girlfriend, did a voiceover for like Twizzler.
1: Oh wow, that's really and cool. however
0: that shook out. She gets paid royalties every that's... time the commercial goes, and oh, that's she gets great. paid a, a a decent buck. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you some. So these people that are saying, oh, it's not a career, whatever you have to work it's like a good community so you have to work you have to like like your mother do you want to audition so all this training that you've done
1: yeah
0: just relates right into that industry you know it uh, audition keep going keep working yeah and it doesn't you know if you like what you do like you do it's not it's not like it's not like work you're just doing it and you enjoy doing it right and that's huge and it'll it'll pay off it really will Mm -hmm. i'm telling you it really will so that's great that's great um so I guess you know number two. Uh, what was your thought process and determine your major? I guess we kind of we kind of discussed yeah, com- that in a kinda, sense. Yeah, yeah. kind
1: of covered it a little yeah. bit. Um, it it was really just how. But how did you
0: deal with that? You know, not to interrupt you. Yeah, no how, worries. How, how how did you deal with that moment in time to pick the major when you had maybe friends, relatives, who whoever it may have mm-hmm. been, say, oh, that's not a stable career. And, and and how did you how did you how did you. Uh, have the courage to push through that was that a problem for you or yeah
1: um especially it was you know freshman year and sophomore year of high school I had no idea what I wanted to do I love musical theater and I always knew that and I loved dance but I had no idea what I wanted to do it was junior year of high school you really have to start thinking about what you want to do because you have to start applying for colleges that summer mm-hmm. um and I you know I went back and forth because Especially a lot of my junior, I thought I wanted to be a special ed teacher because I okay. loved working with kids and I used to work with special ed kids when I was younger and I've done programs with them and stuff both through theater and through school. And I loved working with them and just making the connection. So I really thought that's what I wanted to do. Um, and then I thought I wanted to be a nurse and it was a whole I was all over the place. But then I, you know, but one thought always came back to me being like musical theater And once I found out that's really what I wanted to do, I was like, I don't really care if I have friends being like, don't, don't do that. Like, you're not going to make any money. Like, I was like, well, if you're really my friend, why are you saying that in the first place to me? Right, right. I know you're trying to look out for me and here and there, but I think I can make my own way because I've been working, you know, especially when, since I was working through senior year, especially junior year, I used to babysit everyone, all these kids all the time, making money. I always paid for almost every, especially for my junior year on, I've paid for almost everything. Um, Yeah. Senior year or the summer, right before my freshman year of college, like um, I bought my own car, I pay my car payments. Um, I bought my own lap MacBook Pro for oh, wow. school. That's expensive, yeah. Yeah. You know, two grand de- yeah. you know, I've paid for every semester of college so far, which wow. has been over a grand every semester. I just got nine cavities filled the other day and I paid for that, which was over a grand. Like wow. It's, a, you know, you know, life is a lot of money and that's what I have learned. with through these experiences of like life is a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't want to put my parents at fault and being, having them pay for that stuff. You know, they, they're they good about like, especially with the dental stuff, like, you know, my mom paid me back for that. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I told her, I was like, you don't have to do that. Like,
0: yeah, that's it, great. Yeah. yeah that's, 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 that's extremely impressive. It really is. It really is. That's really impressive. It really is. You know? That's great that you're able to muscle through that because I think I think well when when people came at you like they didn't take the time or challenge themselves what they figured out what they would want to do they yeah. just looked at it as money
1: yeah well,
0: yeah yeah you're right you, like I said before if you like what you do the money will come
1: exactly it will mm-hmm. especially
0: because you'll be good at it yeah if
1: yeah and, that's and what people I was about to say. pay especially people that are good at yeah stuff. if you're especially if you're good mm-hmm. at it, if you're unique you know a big thing about musical theater is not only can you have to be able to sing you have to be able to dance and you have to be able to act and a lot of people only have two or one out of the three you know it's and the it's a phrase called like triple threat if you're a triple threat and i've been called a triple threat before by many mentors many teachers mm-hmm. before because i have been taking dance classes since i was three and and i've been singing you know i've been taking voice lessons since i was 10 like and I, you know, acting has always been my weaker side. But especially this, you know, with college, it's, it's. I, I feel like I'm, I've been growing, and mm-hmm. with people that I've worked with and everything, I just, you know, I'm always working and always trying to get better at something. That's awesome. Yeah, especially with things that I've, you know, I'm lacking in one thing or another. If I feel like I'm lacking in dance, maybe I'll go take an extra dance class. If I'm lacking in acting, maybe I'll look some things up about. That show that I'm doing or that, that self,
0: monologue, yeah, yeah, that's great. The self evaluation is so huge yeah. for, for for growth, and mm-hmm. if you're not growing, you, you, you take a look at some people that, you know, you know, back to the concept about money, have all, you know, from the outside look, they have all the money in the world, but they're yeah. not happy, right? Because yeah. they're not they're not continuously progressing, progressing, yeah, they're not continually progressing. So self evaluation. If the last podcast I did with uh, Mark Kolkowski, uh he was able to go off and pursue. Writing at forty-two after his career, yeah, and he was had financial freedom, but he went to Harvard and and he went through the same self evaluation when he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do, yeah, and and you know you you constantly have to do that mm-hmm. in life, and it might change, but that's what makes life fun, yeah, right? Like you know, I you know I I, I became an engineer because I didn't want to read, I wasn't oh, very, good I, very good at reading, very good reading, and but now I read a lot, and yeah. I realized well I was really missing out, mm-hmm. and what was it? it was just a skill yeah just like you talked about like the acting right learn how to do the acting you're mm-hmm. good in those things you know i can do math and do the, i can understand money i can understand finances and, but i need to read more yeah and so now i before you he came here i I probably read two hours oh wow and now i'm like now my body's programmed I'm like oh yeah come on you got to read i want to read
1: yeah you know, I it's kind of weird like that. Yeah, yeah but you
0: know well you're you're, you're in, you're in the mix of what you want to do for yeah. your life. So you're already working hard. I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I've been working for 24 years. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I just, I'm doing, you know, we're doing a podcast. On, you know, <laughs> I asked you to come here to do a pie. We're doing a podcast. It's like, there's, you know, I'm not looking for a paycheck. I'm yeah. looking to, you know, get to know you better and, 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 and put this, uh, put this out here so people can, you know, see your leadership and yeah. maybe get inspired to do the same thing you're doing. That's kind of yeah. kind of what we're doing here. Uh yeah, question 3. Did you have a coach or mentor along the way?
1: I had a few. Um I went through many different voice teachers, you know, just some, you know, I had, you know, some moved away and then I had other ones, you know, then realizing that maybe that's not what, you know, I needed a more serious coach and then having conflicts. I I think I've had I want to say six boy, vocal coaches now that I've not, you know, not counting ones I have at school right now. Um, my current one that I, I don't really have lessons with her so much anymore just because of school just the time ta- I don't have the time and for my major I'm required to take voice lessons there or uh, my primary they call it um, is Heather day She's made my voice mostly mostly what it is today and well,
0: I what's very- the process of that How does that work like what do you do
1: um so you know you warm up then and- how do you warm up uh, there's a bunch of different you do scales or you do you know with the piano you go on uh, with different chords and you go up that chord so like a c major chord you go up the chord and go down the chord and is you that sing. more for
0: is it more of a singing process
1: yeah and you it's we're warming up those vocal chords and really warming up the mouth and the, the tongue and the top of the jaw like like everything your whole whole mouth so it's open and you can sing because once you get higher into your register or even lower you have to work different muscles in your 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 ab uh, your abdomen your are actually um one of the main muscles you use is your diaphragm which helps you you know for breathing mm. breathing support wow. and you use your abs to sing um it's a it's a lot it's not an easy thing to sing it's a lot of abdominal work and breathing work like another big thing for warm-ups is you use breathing techniques so you'll do like sometimes you'll do breathing depending on what you're doing. You start with some breath especially when the uh you're teaching people who are just starting off to sing, you want to teach them breathing techniques, how to, you know, breathe in. And then you hold that breath and feel where that placement of the breath is held. Mm. And then you let it go, but you don't want to let it go like all at once. Because when you sing a note, you have when and you have to hold it for sixteen beats um throughout a couple measures, it's you know, it's a long time. What's a measure? Um measure is uh you depending on the time signature, measures are what how many beats are in the music. So let's say the time signature is four four, which is common time. Most songs are in four four. Most music is in four four, which means there's four beats in that measure. So and depending on how many notes and how long the notes are held and stuff like that, that's how many notes will be in that measure. So a whole note, for example, is four four beats. Mm-hmm. So if it's a whole note, it'll be just that note in the measure.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah that's real technical I mean that's real yeah. technical I mean it's it's you know what it what's what's neat about it, it's technical with actual doing yeah and so I know my my buddy Connor's like he doesn't drink alcohol anymore yeah because of the it affects your cords and stuff yeah. like that so it, it, that right there as a side gig you could coach people that need to present in corporate America like be able to get up in front of a group mm-hmm. and do a presentation and sound you know good like yeah. you could you could actually do that
1: yeah public speaking is a big thing in theater mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be completely honest I I'm still working on public speaking skills because um, I am dyslexic so I deal with like dyslexia and stuff so that has always been a struggle for me especially reading off a PowerPoint presentation it's just it's just it's been a struggle i'm not
0: like like what happens i mean because'm I'm, I'm somewhat dyslexic too i don't think i've ever i think that's probably what i was struggling with when i was i you know I, you know i i don't know i think I, I think i do i i think i do switch things around like yeah. to me like sometimes coming from the back of something seems to yeah. make sense mm-hmm. i don't know
1: yeah um a lot with dyslexia a lot of things like a big thing with me is numbers and that's probably why i was numbers and letters like together i that's probably why i wasn't like a
0: six and a nine yeah
1: that or yeah or like even if it's like like the number 78 like and i see that it's 78 i'll read it 87 out Mm -hmm. loud it's just like sometimes my brain's like that's what it is but it's not and another thing with me is like because i'm bad at spelling too like pronunciation of words like Saying a word and the pronunciation of it, I'm just like it's like, and you're like trying to sound it out to spell it. Like sometimes I just can't do that.
0: Oh yeah, I can't sound out. Yeah,
1: I just I I just look
0: at a word and I, yeah, I know that's what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. I can't sound out. No, yeah, it's it's and I in high school and middle school and stuff, I was pulled out to do a lot of that kind of stuff, and I was like, this is, I was like, this is, I can't do this. I was Mm -hmm. like, I just was like, I can't do it. But I know that I have other strengths and other things, and that's why. Yeah, I went towards those other things. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: no, it's yeah. It, well, I think there's a lot more tools, and, and, and it and, it's, and I don't think it's such a stigma. Like, I like my first podcast I did with Greg. Like, he didn't like. I people don't realize. Like, you know, I grew up in a town, middle of Michigan, where it's like a lot of brainiacs. Like, my sister's a doctor. Yeah. My buddy Eddie, they're all like really, and I couldn't really read and King, or I got held back, and they like they, but they just pe- cast me aside. Yeah, like I was like some weirdo, I, you know. I was... And like a lot of my friends didn't realize that I felt that way.
1: No, you know, I, it's weird,
0: and and, and 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 But they were all just like they're just. you yeah, know— Yeah. No, I
1: have. I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, I've felt the same way just with um, because a lot of my my high school friends were are brainiacs, and I and I love them to death. But they're they're super brainiacs, and I'm I'm not, and they know that I'm not. So it's you know most they're very good about realizing that sometimes.
0: Well, I think that's happen, a real. But- I think that's a relative term. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's what I mean. If we look at the books that I've oh, put them over here, you know, like, you know, the coddling of the American mind, mm-hmm. you know, like that's one of the, well, I call it a Bradley basic read you know, yeah. the coddling of the American mind, the good intentions and bad ideas are, are getting, or ideas are setting up a generation for failure. You know, it's putting people into some kind of category. Yeah. That's how I, yeah. you know, you're successful because you made some good choices. And yeah, so these people are, are successful in- what they do, supposedly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But over time, course of time, you'll see people that supposedly were these brainiacs. Yeah. And they're not doing so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they really don't like what they do. Yeah. All right. But in in this little short period of your time in high school, they were considered brainiacs. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I got a job with, and you know, I talk about my podcast with my company. It's a big company mm-hmm. before anybody in my engineering small little yeah. group and you know their response to me was in very condescending tone you got a job because i had like a two five when yeah. i graduated mm-hmm. college but i had two jobs
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i got a job before they did yeah but oh because you get a 4.0 and they were you know teachers wouldn't even pay attention to me oh you know just so it made me feel like i was back in you know kindergarten yeah cast aside because i did not oh, have the, yeah i didn't have the grade point it's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Excuse my French. <laughs> Cuz it really is. And it's just, you know what? It's putting people down, putting people in categories, and that's yeah. that's just ridiculous.
1: I know. I in high school I high school i was not a good student i mean i went to two high schools and the sense of i didn't move but i went to my normal high school which was bridgewater raritan high school and then i also went to a vocational high school which i was somerset county vocational and technical high school Mm -hmm. and i went for dance so i wasn't even at my normal high school full time i was there for five periods of a day and then i would go and i would basically train as a bfa major of dance which Mm is um um which when you, if you which I didn't decide to go into, but if you decide to go to be a dance major, you know you'll be you're dancing like hours on hours, you know, per day for for school. Um, and we would get there, and it was like two hours of dance, you know, two hours of dance every day, you know, every day Monday through Friday, and we would do a show. So when that show got closer, we would be there longer, hours and hours and you know hours. And we would get graded for everything. Our grade, most of our grade, was based on technique. It was eighty percent technique. You know, some for quizzes, some for tests. It was f- physically what we could do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I thank them so much for their, you know, what they've taught me in the sense of technique-wise. Because my dancing would not be as good as it is today without them. But at the same time, that place you know, mentally, a lot of people can't handle it. And I'm a, I, I would say I'm a very tough person, but they aren't the nicest people. They aren't nice. You know, we would have these things called evaluations and you would, um, they would rip into you a lot, but they do it, you know, they're doing it for, to help you in the long run. But sometimes, you know, they're very- But it's how you do it. Yes, exactly.
0: Is it constructive or is it personally attacking? Yeah, exactly. Is it explained? Does someone care? Like if you, if you, if you're, if you actually care about- mm-hmm. If you're someone that you know is a giver in 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 life and you actually care you're going to take the time to understand that person you're going to take the time to present something to them yeah. constructively so that they improve and they don't mm-hmm. get beaten down
1: yeah exactly because oh, you didn't
0: get the grade or, or you, like like that's that's an old system yeah okay that's an old system like you know I've got these books here, another one that I call Bradley base agreed boomers uh the men and women who promise freedom but deliver disaster yeah these are the people that are involved in. The education system now that nobody can afford. Yeah. Okay, it's ridiculous. Okay, people are going into major debt, and let me tell you something, that's worse than poverty. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I don't care if you're, you know, Mister Brainiac. If you, if you're, if you're, got debt of over 200k, good luck paying that off. Yeah. You'll be paying that off the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. So when I say to you, and I and I say this in all seriousness, the fact, all the how you're managing your money and at a young age and learning how to do that. You'll be very wealthy. Mm-hmm. You'll be very wealthy as, as, as time goes on, okay? Because people don't understand how to do that. They think, oh, look at me, look at the flash, you know, look, oh, look at this car. Yeah. You know, look at this car. You know, whatever. I could go buy whatever car I want. Yeah. But I don't.
1: Yeah. You know, I got a nice know-
0: car in the driveway. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but it, I got a deal on it. Yeah. And I like it because it, 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 you know. And I go through the analysis of it financially with people. Like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, it's a good way to buy a car. Yeah. But I don't tell anybody i have this car i don't care yeah. you know it's not a big deal you know i no. I, I i just sold a property you mm-hmm. know and you know i i pay my way through school by framing houses and doing construction and yeah. i was considered dumb they call literally these girls called me dumb but i had more when we go on a date i was one that all the money yeah but i'm dumb yeah because oh i got my hand Yeah, because i get my hands dirty but
1: yeah
0: i redid my my condo mm-hmm. i sold it i could do anything yeah I did that. You saw the kitchen. I yeah, did all the tile. Nice. Yeah, yeah, like I do all this stuff. You know, like I'm not an idiot.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm not dumb. No. But
0: for people to say and it's tough to it's tough to hear that when you don't really. Yeah, I'm just enjoying what I'm doing.
1: Exactly. I'm
0: making a paycheck. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and, and like you know, yeah. Like, the
1: degrading comments. I feel like yeah, in like, in well, this, like in this society, and this like yeah, it's got to stop. Especially right now during COVID, it's such a mm, hard time. Yeah. People are losing. Family members left and right, you know, the degrading comments. I just feel like it's just a bunch of, excuse yeah. my language, a bunch of bullshit. It, I think it needs to stop. Yeah, it
0: needs to stop. And, 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 and it's always going to be there. and That's yeah. what stinks about it. And social media has just ramped it up.
1: Yes. Yeah, and if you look up. at
0: what I do as my social media, mm-hmm. I'm not, it, it's not me. Hey, look at me. I got my shirt off. I'm drinking a beer. Yeah, exactly. I don't, you know, I'm looking at it as like a network to connect. Yeah. Present positivity, share information. Yeah. So I, I think at some point social media's got to go to social media two point where everybody's got to grow up and use it for what it really is. Yeah. You know, like LinkedIn, like you did your LinkedIn yeah. profile. So like, as we develop your your profile in a sense, well, you know, the podcast will be linked to that. I have I have this a uh, Bradley Basics LinkedIn page which is anybody can follow it, and yeah. I post the the podcast on there. So if you're at work or something, you don't have to subscribe or anything like that. You just go there, hit it, and you can just listen to it yeah. right from your computer. You know, and, and like that's how I looking looking at social media. You know, yeah, but you think you get more likes than yeah? yeah where, where's that like? You know, it's kind of addictive. Or I didn't get a like. Well, yeah, no, you know, sometimes and, you don't get a like. You know, yeah. you just gotta move,
1: you gotta you gotta move, move on. You gotta yeah. move on. <laughs> I didn't no. get
0: a like today. All right, I gotta move on. So here's another book that I that I have: Socialism, the Real History from Plato to the Present. Now, I don't know about you, but I never really focused on history when I was in high school. No. But I read it more. This is a very good book, and it, it, it's it's a very good book, and it talks about um, like four stages of society. There, there's one section where mm-hmm. you have you have pain, productivity, uh, being prosperous, and then promiscuous, okay. and then it just that's the four stages of society. So if you take a look at yourself, mm-hmm. like you're in, I went, you know I don't think you're ever in pain, but you're in the productivity phase of your life and then you're gonna you know gonna, gonna you're gonna be prosperous mm-hmm. and then the thing is to stay out of the promiscuous yeah like when people get all this cash and
1: and then just spend it on one yeah and
0: they yeah. go out and start doing stuff that's look at me you know yeah and i've I, you know i was when i first got out here you know hanging around but you know i had a good job going to the city i had cash i'd go around and let me tell you something it's it's you know yeah. i've done enough of that for anybody yeah. For, for you know, it, it, and that's what I'm starting to realize. What, what's exciting to me about the younger generation, yeah, there's a little dabbling in that, yeah, but it's not as extreme as it used to be, yeah, which I think is good because long term, if I look back at all the trials and tribulations of my life, that's kind of like a lot of them where a lot of them came from, yeah, you know, because I was just in the wrong environment and I put yeah. myself there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you know, so what, I, what I'm working on right now is staying in the you know, staying in between the productive and prosperous. And not yeah. going to the promiscuous, you know? Yeah. So I'm just trying to stay in there. And that and that's where gratitude comes in. That's where being humble comes in. That's where, where you know, the steadfastness that you have with your, your finances comes yeah. in. Wh- how much that dollar is worth. You're not going to just go and throw it away on some yeah. th- some thrill that mm-hmm. lasts, you know, a couple hours or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, I don't know how you feel about that. You yeah, know, that's know. a know. Maybe that's a little too deep for our conversation. No. <laughs> but, you know, I figured I'd throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well that's good. That's good. So what are we on? We're on uh, number four here. Okay. Uh, what does it take to take to thrive in your major? Do
1: um, you, you feel? Um, you need to be good—not good, but you need to be able. You need to be trained, in you know, voice. You need to be trained in dance. and You need to be trained in acting. If you can't do all three, you know, it gives you a less likely t- chance of getting a job on Broadway or wherever in any show that you can get paid for. You know, if you have a great singing voice and you can move like because you don't have to be a dancer you know to be on broadway there's a difference between being a dancer and being a mover being a mover is like you can do basic movement you can move you don't look like a stick you know mm-hmm. you don't look awkward while moving you're a natural mover you know your body moves very nicely being a dancer is you have that technique in that background of you know you know the classes i've been taking i've taken ballet i've taken tap jazz modern contemporary i used to do point when i was younger um a bunch of different classes, um, even African dance, a bunch of stuff, like any kinds of dance classes I could take, I took them, you know, hip-hop I'm not good at hip-hop, but I've taken classes like, mm. you know, you have strong suits in one thing or another, like my favorite style of dance besides, um, is tap tap is my favorite, it's my one of my strong suits I'm actually te- uh, doing, I'm working for this company called Blue Sky Kids and they're, what they do is they have like, it's called a mentorship program, mm-hmm. so they asked me, or my actually, my one friend texted me about it they needed someone to be a tap med tour, And I um, tap is my thing. Like I was in a pre-professional tap company for a couple of years. Yeah. And we would tour around all different kinds of places. Like I've performed at Big Apple Tap Fest, which is huge tap tap festival in um, New York and, you know, with the company and then my company uh, director, she runs um, New Jersey Tap Fest. So I've performed there and I've done the you know the class is there and everything, and it's it's so it's so much fun. So tap is really what I'm I love and is my skill set. So I'm teaching this little boy. Um, he's honestly phenomenal. Like really? he he's really good, and he's had other mentors in the past. It's just that you know with life things happen, so they have to go. You know his last one I think is going back to grad school. So mm. she had to go. So they asked me to, and he's great. Like he's he's really good, and I which I love because um. he's gonna definitely soar and tap like he's very good good because you're training him yep (laughs) you ever think of that maybe i don't know but i think so naturally though like the first time we met naturally i was very impressed Mm because he's just very naturally um has very natural a good good, uh, good,
0: a good foundation
1: yes yes Mm -hmm. um but like that's you know and jazz is another one i really like because you know in musical theater most most dances will be it's called musical theater jazz Mm -hmm. so it's um you know it's jazz dance but it's more musical theater-esque in the sense of depending on the song you're dancing to or and it's maybe not as hard as like a typical classical jazz piece would be because sometimes they can be like super hard with Mm -hmm. the different techniques and everything um yeah but there's a lot of people in the industry going back to what you know what you need to succeed to be in this you know major to be in this field a lot of people i've noticed don't you know, they don't have the dance background and that's okay but at the same and it's you know right now it's even harder because you know I have friends are like well, But I you want- have to do it so yeah. it's harder with
0: the COVID, right because you yeah. can't really you got you gotta work you yeah. gotta go to a studio yeah. and exactly stuff like that. especially yeah. because
1: like because I've had friends being like oh I want to go take class and I was like oh well, I'll gladly go take class with you but where are we gonna go to take class because especially like the main place to go was New York you have like steps there Broadway dance Center a whole bunch of places there you mm. can go take classes for like 20 bucks you can really? just go yeah wow. all different kinds of classes all different kinds of teachers who have experience and stuff who work at those places and i've taken class there before it's it's great like um but they're not running right now because mm. of covid because wow. you know usually th- those classes are packed like it's those studios are not super big and they're packed and it's hot and it's sweating and let you you're sweating all over each other right, right. you can't do that with covid you know you're supposed to be six feet you know six three feet apart whatever right, it is right, now wow. and um you just can't do it and you know this, especially COVID, has really affected, you know, the arts in all kinds of ways, especially musical theater and dance. You know, Broadway being shut down since last March. It's been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to open up in May, but I don't know how that's going to happen because they can't, you know, it's a whole thing, too, for them with money. They can't afford to open. And I was uh, listening to this on the news the other day with my mom. The lady said she they cannot afford o- to open partially just dis- you know only half an audience like with social distancing mm-hmm. the th- they won't be able to run the theaters so if they're going to open they're going to open back up in full capacity because mm-hmm. that's how they have to survive right right so they were talking about maybe having you know if you get a negative code you know if you buy tickets you have to get a negative coded test covid test or if you're vaccinated then you're fine mm-hmm. but you have to show like you know proof that you're not sick right right because I don't know. Have you ever been to a Broadway show and how? Uh, I've
0: been to a couple. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you're like packed in there like sardines, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. you're next to each other. You know, I've seen. Oh, I've. Seen- oh, it's
0: it's pretty amazing. Like, uh, just getting to know Greg. He's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Being able to pro- project your voice—that's a whole oh, other yeah. ball game. You yeah. know, it's not like you're talking to Mike like you and I right now. No. Like you're you're actually projecting your voice so people can hear you. It's it's amazing. And that's it's another amazing. thing
1: with the you know with masks. They're making all these kinds of masks for performers. You know, I have, you know, we have um these things called singer's masks or performance masks, and they look like duck bills. Ours are black and they look like big duck bills. So they have thick wire on the nose and they come out about maybe like, um I want to say like eight inches out. Oh my so God. you're not, so you're not like breathing in the mask. And, but they have these pieces of plastic in it too that keeps it like a duck bill. And they're great for not you know, not breathing in the mask. But I personally don't like them because it blows all the, you know, it gets really hot and it blows all the hot air to your ears. And unlike, you know, a normal mask where the air kind of goes out the sides and it kind of refreshes, like it doesn't do that. You're breathing in that carbon monoxide back and forth. And it's not like a a lot, but it's a lot to get used to. And they Why why
0: would they have you do that?
1: They're, um, well, they're meant to be better for you in the sense of sound quality and breathing support because when you breathe in with a normal mask it's like covering over But well, what if like you're that. vaccinated?
0: Like you as as a performer's vaccinated, why would you You would meet- still
1: have to wear the mask which is well that's why what, i don't well just you be- know, you're six
0: feet away from somebody well, you're yeah. on a stage by yourself yeah or you're then, a then people yeah right? then if
1: you're like for our school especially them you're
0: talking about going to school um yeah, yeah to?
1: that's how oh. we use the ma- we use the mask for choir too our choir because our, our last semester our choir was like 70 people so hmm. social distancing was a little rough so we had to wear the masks um yeah. and they're expensive they're like 25 bucks a mask um yeah and they're I don't, I like, I personally don't like them, and I know some people do, and a lot of people don't. But for past performances, we've done a couple shows at CCM. We're doing one right now called "We're um, Sondheim on Sondheim," which is a musical about Sondheim's like life and mm-hmm. why he wrote all the musicals he did. Sondheim is this famous, um, famous composer. You know, he uh, some of his recognizable stuff is like West Side Story, Into the Woods, mm-hmm. um, Sweeney Todd, if you know theater, that, you know, hmm. especially West Side Story is a pretty, cl- you know, he yeah, yeah, he that's... wrote all the music for that and oh, everything. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's about like songs from all the shows he uh, did. And I think we're performing that, I want to say it's the last weekend in April. So I want to say it's the 22nd, the 23rd and the 24th, but I could be wrong or it's the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th. Mm-hmm. That week though. Um and yeah, so you know we're performing, we're doing a full show. Um, well, we have to cut some stuff out just because for COVID time, you know, time constriction than uh for the theater. But um, we're doing a full musical, which is um, which is re- that's why I love I've been loved doing the uh, going to CCMS because our directors been pushing for these shows. Like we did Big Fish. They were supposed to do that that musical back in last April. Um, but COVID hit, so they re- did a little revival thing of it. And again, they cut a bunch of stuff out of it because hmm. they had to. Um, but we did it, and in, um, and in, uh, October, and then we did a. Is
0: that the one that you had on Instagram? You were singing.
1: No, that was, um, that was another show. Yeah, we... your
0: your dad for that to me.
1: Yeah, the, um, what was it? Oh, it was um, we were doing this cabaret thing, which is um, they picked like ten or eleven shows that they did in the past, and they um, picked um the musical you know picked the songs from each musical and had us perform so like we um so they like took the uh, especially they took the video so like let's say oh mary poppins was like the opener of the show um and they took the video from when they did mary poppins back whenever it mm. was and they projected it onto their our big um backdrop and oh, that's cool they played the video and then we ended up then we sang like let's go fly a kite and then feed the birds and then Super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and then You know those were the three, and then we went into the next musical, which was *The Little Mermaid*. And then we did a bunch, you know, showed the video, and then they did a bunch of songs. Um, I I sang, um, I was in the *Little Women* section. My uh, my solo was I sang um, "Days of Plenty" from *Little Women*. It's a really emotional song. It's about um, if you know the story of *Little Women*, one of the no, no, I don't. Um, in that story, it's about you know these like these four you know four sisters, and one of the sisters. It's a very, it's a, it's a book too. I, it's a good read and mm-hmm. it's a good movie. Um, I would, you know, um, but anyway, so um, one of the sisters passes away. So in this song, the mom is singing to one of the, her other daughters. So, you know, to be like, keep going. Like, this is what she would want. Like, mm. it's a really emotional song. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and um, I, I, first of all, I love the song. It's beautiful, but it's, it was, you know, compared, it was like a big mood changer because a lot of the songs in the show were. More happier, and then you had my song. It was like singing about like someone who just like died. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then the other song I sang, it was a quartet. Was God help the Outcast from mm-hmm. Hunchback the no- uh, Notre Dame? Wow, which is a Disney movie, but they also made it into a musical. And um, this is when um, the main girl oh, I forget her name, um, Esmeralda. There we go. She sings um, this to be like help me, you know, people. You need to help my people, like you know, God. You have to help the outcast. Like she's like basically sing like a prayer to get people to get them to help her people who are sick and dying. Cause hmm. like, you know, they were the outcasts of the world at that time.
0: Wow.
1: Um, and it's, that's a really pretty song too. Um, and we said, you know, it was four girl, it's usually solo, but we, they made it into four, four girls singing, singing it. And I was one of them and we had pull like each of us had a little section and then we all came together at the end and that's it was awesome. really, like, yeah, it was when a, really you nice sing
0: piece. a Yeah, that's great. So when you sing a song like that, what kind of, what kind of, uh, mindset are you in do you, you say it was a, you, you said the sister song was an emotional song and then you do, you do you pull that you pull that character into your head kind of yeah and, and so, kind of does that help you
1: um so there's a thing called an acting partner and what it is is you know i we really worked on this um my first semester of college with my um new theater auditions teacher she really like jammed it into our like our heads and we did these like long worksheets about it. Um but it re- it really did help as much as it was a lot of work. It really did help. You pick a character or someone in your life. So let's like, say um I'm singing a song. Let's do that. Like um uh the one I sang that was super sad. Um so um, you pick something that happened in your life that could be super sad, or that ha- you know that person was with you when something really sad happened, mm. and you're singing that song to that person. Oh wow! And you know you're not singing; you're not the character singing that song to the other character as much as you are, mm-hmm. but you're not. You're thinking about something because then it makes it more meaningful, and then mm-hmm. you actually show like passion and like sadness, mm-hmm. and it's it's a really it really helps, and that's what a lot of actors do. Like if you go see a Broadway show and. You know these actors are crying because this character dies. Sometimes they might be thinking about someone who has passed away in their actual life, and they're using those experiences off mm-hmm. of that. Um
0: Yeah, yeah. I, well, talking to Greg uh, Connors, like he, you know, studies a lot. Of, you know, he's an engineer. He studies a lot, but but he, uh, the guy that did Lincoln. Yeah, um, Matt Day De- 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 Lewis is that? It?
1: I think. I think so.
0: I, but Greg was saying, for, before that guy took that role I guess yeah. it just went off somewhere like it just really Yeah, a lot of He did a lot of studying and stuff before yeah. he even accepted the role mm-hmm. and it, you know it's pretty you know it's powerful. Yeah. You know? A lot
1: right. of actors yeah. especially in TV shows and movies do that because they're you know you have to embody this this whole new person especially in film and in musical theater and plays you're embodying this whole per- new person like that's the whole point of it you're it's almost like a really grown-up way of playing pretend like you know as you're a kid it's that st- same way you're you're embodying this whole new person like um you know I Esmeralda, for example, in that other song, you know, she's singing about, you know, I've really never had a personal experience where it's like, I need to help my people. My people are dying. Mm-hmm. But you have to figure out how you have to become that person. Yeah, 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 You know, in that show, it's really, you know, that show is also a very emotional show. Like, at the end of that show, she gets burned to a stake because at that time, she's a gypsy. And then, you know, Catholic religion at that time, they didn't like, you know, it's, you know. Yeah. It was It was just, just how it was. And that's the show. Wow. I mean, it's a great musical. The music in it is There's beautiful. all these
0: institutions. You know, I yeah, mean, it's 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 there's different levels of it, obviously. Yeah, some you know.
1: shows are really happy ending, like, um, you know, yeah, Aladdin, who's <laughs> which is on Broadway, it's a very happy Disney show, and then you have musicals that like Les Mis, where you know, it's you know, I, classic. I've, seen, yeah. I've seen that
0: a couple times, I, I have no idea what I'm listening to. It's, to be honest with you. it's not like, not not to, no, not to I, throw stone at it, but no, I honestly don't know fi- what. It's I'm not even watching, either. to be honest with you. It's very. I, I think confusing. now, I think now since I know Greg and I'm, I'm obviously getting to know you, is I would probably come to you guys and say, hey, like, get, you know, what is this, you know, yeah. like, and explain it to me from your point of view, and then I would, I'd be, oh yeah, okay, and then then I would get more out of it, yeah, because it's just like th- those are always good things to to do, mm-hmm. just to see plays and and art and things like that. Yeah. that's another part of yourself that needs to be developed yeah you know not you know you you're obviously in the business and so is greg but that's just another part of your life that needs you know, they're, 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 it's just it's just a better way of living yeah you know, learning learning about a lot of this stuff right? yeah so it's uh but i was just going back to some in, institution things like you've got a lot of energy you yeah know, a <laughs> lot of good energy and it's good and, and, and it's fun being around you uh your dad has a lot of good energy. I have a lot of good energy, but I've 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 had people try to take my energy away from me. Oh, you know, and, theater. And have is, you yeah. have you felt that oh, at your young age? Yeah. Um, it, it took me a while. It it took me a long time, and I in a lot of bad experiences to really realize it about myself. Mm-hmm. I had to I had to do some reading. You know, hence the reading. Yeah. I had to you know talk to some people on a professional scale, and I I just kind of figured it out not that long ago. Yeah. To be honest with you. And once I did, I'm like, okay, yeah, that – then I put – then I say, okay, that that's that type of person.
1: Yeah. You,
0: you know, I just – I wouldn't say I categorize it because I don't like to put people in categories, but I, I need to protect myself a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you – have you experienced that oh. due to your personality that people yeah, are trying to – Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, th- you know, it's very true when people say theater is a bunch of drama because there's so much – you know – drama in theater, in the sense of competitiveness and wanting this and that. And, you know, I haven't really seen it, you know, hopefully it's not like that on a professional level. And I don't think it is because I know I've never experienced it. I haven't done a professional show before, you know, my plan was to start auditioning this summer. But you know, since COVID happened, you know, we went, you know, that was put on hold. But um, especially in a high school and college level, there's the competitiveness and when I've done stuff outside, where levels of talent and age are a big thing because some people are you know some people are amazing and they're just naturally gifted but they don't put the effort out Mm -hmm. so it's like okay so they even though they get the role you know it, it, you know it's 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 a big thing of like competitiveness because you know you and this other girl are auditioning for the lead role in this show and you get it and that girl's gonna start being a bitch to you because you got the role and she didn't and she tries to take that energy that positive yeah Thing. It's like bringing you down because, mm-hmm. you know, bunch of shows, shows, you know what? And I admit to it, too, being like being upset that I've never, you know, this role I was auditioning for, I never, you know, I didn't get it. But then I get a different role and then I end up loving that role. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, you know, it's a lot. Of, it's, you know, it's emotional because you're putting all this time and effort, especially when you audition, because mm-hmm. it's such up in the air you're putting yourself out there for these people that sometimes you know but sometimes Mm -hmm. especially when you go audition professionally you've never met before unless Mm -hmm. you the you know you know the director because you've done a show with them or you know this person because you've done a show with them but like college students who have never really done professional shows and stuff like that going into audition for these shows you don't know anyone and there could be 18 people sitting behind this table and you standing there you know literally laying everything out there for them singing yeah. a song yeah. that could be 16 bars which is in um is less than 30 seconds sometimes wow. um that's usually how it is um and so that's the fact,
0: it but the, yeah not i interrupt you but the fact that you've done that early on is huge yeah like so you didn't get to roll it sucks but it's a feeling it's it lasts for a while then it goes away mm-hmm. until it has taught you something yeah so if you keep doing that keep moving forward and keep trying you'll you know, like I showed you some of my hockey pictures. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There, there was a time my father pulled me and said, hey, there's, you know, some people paying some people off around here. We, you know, we can't do that. I said, Dad, let me tell you something. If you got to pay my way to be on this team, I shouldn't be on this team. team exactly. Because I was a good player, mm-hmm. you know, and, and but I did the right way. Yeah. Now, did I – my goal was tried – you know, I played Junior A in Detroit where you know, three, three to four guys I played against, you know – I mean, I'm going to be 50 years old in May, but you know, I still play right now with 18 year old kids. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a good player. Like, yeah. And so these guys went off the NHL for like 17 years, and that's what they did. But they went off D1, got mm-hmm. money, to go to school, and that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. You know, uh, I needed two more years in that league to get to the next level. The, the, uh, the guy that I became friends with, just there's a lot of good hockey players in this area that mm-hmm. you're just in right now. Uh, Tim Clifton, you know, the guy's legit. Is. He went to Quinnipiac. He's an engineer. Okay. He played at San o- in San Jose Sharks organization for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't work out, in, It, but you know he's a legit engineer. Yeah. And then his brother, Connor, saying uh, he, he's an engineer too. Quinnipiac's got a degree. Yeah. He's play, He's a def- starting defense for the Boston Bruins. Oh, wow. Yeah. These are the people in this area. And I did a podcast with Tim, but if you listen to Tim, he's 28 years old. He's a true professional, just mm-hmm. like you are. Yeah. True professional. And that's just going to carry you. And I told him straight up, you could be a VP. There's no question about it. it could, you know, he, he was a captain of their team in Quinnipiac. I mean, it's a big time program. Yeah. It's crazy. So, but he did all the stuff when he was younger. You mm-hmm. know, and that's what sports give you. That's what trying, yeah. going down there, like I talk about one of my podcasts. Like, I'm from Midland, right? So everybody's just from Michigan. And, you know, I'm up here. Here's Midland. There's yeah. Detroit down here. Just down this is like three hours one way. Yeah. I go down the 138 guys and I make a team.
1: Yeah, well, I had to get yeah. violent with some
0: people. I had to knock some guys around, and
1: yeah,
0: a couple of guys tried to jump me. I had to do what I had to do, but I got through it, you yeah. know. But I I did it on my own. Exactly. So the independence of it, yeah. So like the independence of you doing your own stuff. Yeah, no, it's just it's just like you'll you'll it's just gonna you know you be able to handle anything. Yeah, and then then you sit back and say hey, you know what, you know well, I well, I, well, I feel like doing this. I feel like doing that. Huh? Yeah, you know, then you then you put your system in place. Yeah, you know, like one of the Bradley basics is you know. Uh, you know, success success is mastering your own process. Yeah, come up with your own process. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, are, a lot of people want to put you in their process mm-hmm. so they can control you. So wait a second, dude. At, my, at work, and Paul will tell you, your your dad will tell you. Just tell me what you what do you want to get done. Yeah. Give me the result. I'm the one doing it, so I'm going to own my own process. Exactly. I'm going to only own how we get it done. Tell me what you want to get done, when you want to get it done. Don't tell me how to get it done. Yeah. I'll t- I'll do the. I'm the one doing the work. I take ownership of that. Yeah. And that's how you actually lead people is that you give them ownership for their own process. And if you do that, the work gets done tremendously. And you'd be amazed. There'd be some guy that has the answer, but he's just never allowed to yeah. have a say. Yep. And that's BS. Oh, yeah. And that's the biggest relationship I had with your father is like, he just needed to become a certified welding inspector. Yeah. And I told him, and I don't know if he told you the story, but i said you're in he's like what do you mean i just hit him i said well paul either you and i have been just bsing each other all this year or this is actually what you really want to do, do yeah and he, and he studied and he got it done yeah and your dad is brilliant he's truly brilliant and uh, uh we keep going yeah we stay he and i stay in the in the uh you know, in that uh, productive and prosperous range, yeah. we, we stay humble. We don't, and that's what that's what Tim Clifton's going to be mm-hmm. like, and that that's where you have to stay. To, you know, just and and that's kind of what I'm doing, Bradley Basics, like, yeah. it, You know, it takes resources to do what we're doing here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it it, it worked out like mm. this past year because I sold this property and then. I have to pay capital gains on it and, and some other things and 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 so there were some write-offs for all this Bradley Basics. Mm-hmm. I went back to Michigan still so it all kinda of worked out. Yeah. But next year I'm like I've already invested in it. You yeah. know, so now I just gotta get like I gotta start booking people like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and and my accountant did count did say at some point, you know, you might have to show somewhat of a little bit of a profit. But yeah. I'm like, Yeah, okay. I mean, I think my ability to produce these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Could you know I could maybe do that for a business or something I don't know what yeah, yeah, no, totally. and if I don't make any if they, they the government it's a hobby then uh, I guess it's a hobby whatever uh, it, it, it doesn't matter it's, there's uh,
1: plenty of uh, people yeah. out there that make a lot of money off a of podcast yeah totally I'm not yeah, yeah I'm
0: not like that's not the goal like yeah, the goal no, is to I, really that's what's like nice help about it. Yeah, yeah is to help out young people like yourself and make so you realize and hope you feel comfortable they they're, you know you have resources yeah. you're not alone mm-hmm. like Put, just call me if you want, yeah. you know, or whatever. Text me whatever you want, and we mm. can rap about something yeah. if you want, you know. Uh, okay, where we kind of that was a good question. Uh, oh yeah, number five. We're on number five, right? Yeah, yeah. Number we we're just on number four. What work does it take to throw out your major? That that was a good. We spent a lot of time on that one. It's good. Number five. Uh, what are your thoughts on the current uh, college market? i think well, we can stay positive or should we stay positive or should we stay We you know
1: college okay or i can do just, a little above both college right. is very important in the sense of i think it's very important to you know especially in you know to spread your mind and get more knowledge for a degree that you're doing that's great like i i, I love that idea of finding more knowledge through whatever major musical theater dance chemical engineering biochemistry neuroscience becoming a doctor you know so much you know of knowledge especially because there's so much knowledge out there i think it's so important but at the same time i think college can be is a complete scam when it comes to the money aspect of Mm it you know i think it's very important for people to go to college um and you know your education and your degree can be, you know, so your education for yourself, to, for your mind and your knowledge can grow. But at the same time, you shouldn't be paying $70,000 to go to some kind of college. Right. Exactly. I, I think that's ridiculous because, you know, a lot of people can't afford to even – some can't even afford to go to community college. You know, a lot – but um, so, you know – for colleges to expect that you can pay oh you know you just have 70 grand right here you know here you go
0: well that's that's what i mean it's yeah you know like i said the one book the the boomers book these people are making money off off the backs of young people yeah. it's not right it's i've not always cool. said
1: college is a business it's not for for us it's a business because if they make, you know, they make so much money and everything. And yes, you're going there and you're prof- you have so many great professors who are teaching you so much stuff. And that's great. But at the same time, you know, you're paying for food. You're, pay- you're You're paying for your food. You're paying for your dorming. You're paying for tuition of school. And then you have, which is, you know, usually all together. And that's probably like, you know, 70, 75 grand, depending if you're that's going crazy. to the school you're going to, or 40 to 45 grand, which is still a lot of money. And, then you have to pay for textbooks, which can be hundreds of hundreds of dollars, you know, out of you know out of your pocket that you might not have because you're paying seventy grand to go to school.
0: Well, it doesn't it doesn't pay off. It's it's you got to do the math. Like yeah. it doesn't pay off. Like even if you had, like I've said on other podcasts, even if you had that money, you're better off buying an asset, buy a property, yeah, buy an You'll asset, make more make, money that way. Start a Roth IRA for yourself. Yeah. You know, which is what was it sixty five hundred dollars a year? You could you could. You know, start a Roth IRA for yourself. Yeah. Start like a you know, like a little retirement thing for yourself. Like, start invest the money. Like, I, I think your gener- your generation is going to be this. You're going to look at with all the information that's around. I was just had another conversation, like LinkedIn, like LinkedIn. If you go on LinkedIn, you could take all these different courses. Yeah, uh, my company is offering these other different courses. You know, on positivity, positive management, leadership. I'm going to start taking all these things. Yeah. You know, do I need to? Are they going to pay me more money? No, no. I'm going to gain knowledge. Yeah. Why not? Right. And, and I, I think it's going to get to a point where it's a point of diminishing turn. Like people are going to go, okay, we're going to get over the stigma. You're, you know, let's go to a community college for a couple of years. Let's, let's learn our math and just get our feet wet. Maybe take a year, whatever. And then start learning stuff online. Yeah. Like I, I pursue like the New Hampshire. There's that school in New Hampshire. You see them on SMU or something. Oh, Southern. yeah. yeah New Hampshire. They, they have a legit, you can be an engineer. It's all online. Yeah, it's you all could, online. Yeah. It's like,
1: I've, yeah, especially I have thought about it, especially yeah, know, before less, COVID hit. You know, thinking about auditioning, I was like, I'll just go to one of those schools, double do it at the same time. Yeah, and
0: and what they would, what they would do is they would accept probably line share of your credits, and then mm-hmm. you could you could just get a degree from there. Yeah, and, and like you could be a legit engineer for for less than uh, ten grand a year. Yeah, which is which is doable. Yeah, you could manage that. Oh, working right. and yeah. stuff. All right, so yeah, we both kind of feel that way about it. I, but it's, I, but I just think, it, you know, getting back to growing, learning, you know, that's what college should be. It you shouldn't be breaking the bank, and anybody no. in that industry, that's what they should be about. Yeah, you know, if you want to make money or whatever, go get another job, Go yeah. get another industry. That maybe that's not for you. Like I, yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I mean, I when I was in engineering school, even at Michigan State, I mean, they had a, a you know student services where you put your resume in there and get interviews and I interviewed had a that's a whole other process interviewing. You gotta learn mm-hmm. how to do that. But none of my professors helped me get a job. No. And I talked to Greg, he just got done with his NYU. No one helped him either. And it's just like, come on, yeah. like you, like, like that's not right. Like, but they don't care, no. you know? And the, and what it is, it, it, it's just like, you gotta, you gotta find a different way. Yep. And I think that's what people are going to start doing. You know, they have to, uh, okay. What are your thoughts on young leadership? Do you consider yourself a leader?
1: Yeah, I would, I I would say so. Um, I, I try to, you know, as much as maybe I don't sometimes come off as a leader, but I think I am. I I really think I try to like show leadership when it comes to certain things and, um, you know, being very, I'm all about being independent, especially Mm -hmm. now that, you know, I have, you know, I drive especially now that I drive because, you know, I got, you know, now that I have my license and stuff, um
0: you know, a uh, lot of responsibility yeah. for driving around.
1: Yeah, cuz, you know.
0: Get me drinking and driving? No, yo. Oh, got no. your car's got to be serviced.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Um and I'm, you know, you can ask you can ask my dad. He I'm I'm never home. I'm always out doing something just because you know, I'm either working, or, you know, or I'm at school or, you know, I do have a boyfriend so I'm ha- or I'm hanging out with That's him good. and he lives right down the road. So That's it's cool. not like I'm you know, they know where I am. They know what I'm doing and they're okay with that. And I, I love that. I actually was hanging out with a friend yesterday and we went on a hike and we were talking about how he, you know, he was telling me and we were talking about how we love how, you know, he's going to Montclair State for mm-hmm. um, something for film or, uh, or uh, media. Okay, he's cool. he's big into media. Um, and... How we were talking about how we love the independence so he's not staying on campus right now because of covid and everything but um and like you know he so he's home but you know he has a job and he goes to school he'll drive to montclair when he needs to go to class in person and everything and you know his parents are you know his parents realize that you know he has that independence and that's what i love the communication between like me and my parents is you know i have this independence so i can go to work, and then I can go get, you know, go do whatever, and then I can be home, and they're like, oh, how was your day? I'm like, oh, good, you know?
0: Well, you're a young adult. Yeah. You know, that's that's what life is. Yeah. Being responsible. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not at the bar getting drunk and doing stupid no. stupid stuff, driving your car around. You know, responsible. Yeah. And it feels good to be responsible. Yeah. And then then then, then you become a very productive person, and then you become, you know, prosperous. Yeah. Like, it's the four stages, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Seriously. Uh, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, it's, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah, we're uh, the seventh and final question. Um where do you see yourself in 5 years?
1: Um either, you know, hopefully Broadway opens back up and I start auditioning and hopefully I can get a job. Mm-hmm. Um because I've told my parents if if I'm in college and I'm and I can audition for something and I get it, I'm going to put a hold on school and I'm going to go do what I want to do because then that's real life experience. Right. And then I can always go back. Education is always going to be there at the end of the day.
0: That's the end game. Yep. Is to get a job. Yep. That's why I said to the guy, like the guy, when I, you know, because it, you know, pissed me off. Oh, you got a job? I said, Yeah, I got a job, dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, I got, I got weird. It's like you, you know, like I was like happy and like again these energy. I call them. I read another book, Energy Vampires, and that's where I learned about all this stuff. And some people like literally legitimately have personality disorders. Mm -hmm. And a personality disorder, I'm like, well, what is that? And and I was like, reading, And it's, you know, it's legitimate. It, yeah. And it's somewhat new because they've only really diagnose, diagnosed it for uh, in the last 25 years. I guess that's considered new in the medical community. Yeah. And if I look back at my life, being 50 years old, I'm like, oh, yeah, that probably wasn't really, people didn't really understand that Yeah. back then. And, you know, but the, the fundamental thing, there are all sorts of different types. But basically what it is, a person can't change. Yeah. Like you get into a conflict with somebody, mm-hmm. like it yeah, just happens. You know, you're working on something, and, and it, most people will s- realize where where they were. You know, like your self evaluation, evaluating different things you have to do. Most people yeah. do that. Yeah, normal people do that. And you know, I know that I like I went around with my new, new bosses, and they're like, "Well, where where are we going to go, Bradley? Where there's a place where you know you have a problem with somebody." I, said, I don't have a problem with anybody. Yeah, I'm not saying I haven't had problems. Yeah, but I'm man enough, mature enough to go back. Look at where I was wrong, and 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 be fair. Like yeah. you have to be fair. Yeah. If you can be fair in life, you you'll be okay. Yeah. Some people just aren't fair, and then that's uh, like where my conflict was. Well, what what what's wrong with this person? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't understand it. I couldn't understand. Yeah. It. Like what what you, dude? What? Don't you see this? Where you you know I I I saw I just admitted to you where I I could I could improve. Mm-hmm. Why can't you do the same? Yeah. Hence, personality.
1: Disorder.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and that's why I asked you about people that see your energy
1: yeah, and try I'll, to like know, come at you because yeah. that's
0: that's going to happen, and I that's just something that I. It took me a long time, and it's it's very impressive that you already kind of recognize it. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's very impressive. I
1: think especially with, I waste a
0: lot of time on that, uh, and, yeah. and and it it took a toll on me. Yeah, There's no question. I
1: think especially with more of the knowledge that we know now, especially all about like mental health and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big mental health advocate. I think it's very, you know. And what does that mean?
0: Um, uh, mental, what does mental health mean to a, a young person?
1: These days? Um, well, mental health is very important just in general for any age. You know, they could be young, they could be they could be like six and have, or they can be a hundred. You know, being mentally mentally okay, like. You know, not having these thoughts of like these intrusive thoughts of like very very bad things happening to yourself or doing things. You know, mm-hmm. just being mentally okay. Like, you know, some days are a lot harder the, the, than others, and that's life. And you know, and I've always said that, but a lot of people experience it way differently than you know someone, you know, with anxiety. You know, someone with anxiety and depression. It's a lot of nervousness and worrying. You know, with anxiety and depression of all these thoughts that are like you know just all over the place mm-hmm. you know and, that's and it's what, just hard to manage yes. them, right? and a lot of teenagers deal especially have anxiety and depression especially just you know from high school and social media and you know bullying because you know mm-hmm. as much as people don't we don't talk about it we do talk about it, but at the same time i don't think we talk about it or not bullying is a big issue it's a big issue like
0: what is bullying like um, no, like what does that mean like someone physically it, is like hitting you or
1: not not it's, as much it's, 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 it's more, more mental it's a lot more mental hmm. because You know, you can twist your words as much as you might not even mean it. You might say something that you twist your words and you're like, oh, that's okay. But to that other person, they could be like, oh my gosh, that was so hurtful. And like they, you know, someone like... Some, you know, I I try not to think about what people tell me if it's something mean like that. I just roll it rolls off my back. I'm like, whatever. That's this is how my personality is. But other people who deal with like anxiety or depression or other mental health issues sometimes can take, you know, they take that in. And it's like it's it's a lot. And Mm -hmm. you just have to realize that some people are struggling and it's, you know, with. So much stuff, and you know, especially with social oh, especially media, especially getting
0: to a college, it costs seventy grand a year. Exactly. That's, a, you, know, mean, that's one... a, you know one. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's, that, and it's...
1: college too, especially, is a big thing when it comes to mental health because a lot of colleges don't recognize mental health. I I do have to say CCM has a really good, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you ever had a problem, they would be there in a heartbeat. And my head director or um, professor has said that hundreds thousands of times and i love that about ccm but like if you go to a big you know let's say penn state i you know i don't know about that you know i don't go there but Mm -hmm. that's a huge school Mm -hmm. you know how many kids are dealing with you know homework stress and depression anxiety having to keep you know thinking that they have to keep getting a's and b's to success in life that's and that's a big cause of it for college is like i have to keep you know and i get you know sometimes i you know get stressed about homework too especially you know in mm-hmm. high school, because I, you know, high school, I didn't do good. I had, like, a 2.9 GPA. I just wasn't good at school, and mm-hmm. I knew that. So that's a, I... that's
0: a good GPA. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I just told you I graduated from Michigan State with a 2.5. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, you're you're dumb. I mean, like, no. Whatever. But I got a job before anybody else. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. I had you know, two jobs. No one realized I was doing. I paid my own way.
1: Yeah. Um, Shoveling
0: dirt for $5 an hour. Yeah. Framing a house. Yep. But I'll tell you what, I could build something.
1: Yeah, exactly. I could build anything.
0: And, you know. Whatever,
1: you know, you know, having not, you know, the, you know, and I guess my stance. See, and that's another thing. My two, I, me thinking that my two point nine GPA wasn't good enough.
0: Well, it's because it's a, it's a, it's in that again. It it's got to go back to you. You talk about yeah. mental health, right? Yep, it's very important. Go back to you. You know, you can't you can't you can't pour from an empty glass. Yeah, you got to work on yourself, right? Yep. In fact, you can like the stuff roll off. You know. You're, you're a performer, so you're putting yourself out there yeah, for that panel of eighteen especially people, right? Artists you deal know, with a lot
1: of stuff like that because you're putting yourself out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting myself
0: out here with this Bradley Basics. You mm. know, I don't know if anybody's going to care about it, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I got the money to do it, so I'm doing it. Yeah, and I, you know, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at it, and it's gonna because it's positive. It's not yeah. negative. We're not chirping nobody. We're having a great podcast here, talking about a lot of great stuff. And it's going to be good. And that's yeah. what we're going to. That's what I'm going to continue to do. Like I'm mobile too. I can take all the stuff. I got this. We got this wheelie unit over yeah, here. I yeah. can just like go wherever. I got some new stands here. You know, I'm I'm in it to win it. Yeah. You know, I'm in it to win and it. That's you great. Know? and yeah. You know, but yeah, mental health is. Uh, there's a lot of stress up for younger people. Yes, especially and everyone's got to take a students. chill pill and yeah. realize. You know, I think that this was. You know, start talking about solutions, right? You know, first steps awareness. So you're aware of it. Yeah. You have self awareness. There's resources, right? Yep. And there's no shame in talking no. to somebody. You know, if you're not feeling right, no. go talk to somebody. There's no shame in that. I, I I did that at my later age and actually that actually something yeah. that Greg Connors going
1: to therapy is is great. Yeah. It's it's you know, going back to the whole thing, like
0: Greg Connors really pushed me into that. Yeah, I going was like, to therapy,
1: an, talking about it with mm-hmm. someone, getting professional help. And I know professional
0: a lot of, help. Right. Yes. I'm not I'm not a counselor, I'm not trying to be a counselor no, here at Bradley exactly. Basics. It's just about awareness. Pointing somebody in the right direction, exactly. Realizing it's okay, and there's a lot of value to it. Yeah. And it seems like that's available to kids, but you know, now you got to come up with solutions, right? So the conversation you have with some colleague or you know younger people in high school, you know, you know how are you going to make any money at that? You know, they're 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 going to be they're going to need some help because they're not looking at what they're not looking at them picking the degree that that you've picked, yeah, and are th- thriving at. And realize that you've already made that connection that you really like what you do yeah okay i really like what i do Mm -hmm. and that was the most stressful thing like i I have a degree in material science
1: yeah
0: so all those books i showed you like they were like they were like that's why we have like electronic components that are so small like i did a my senior thesis was on a you know a electronic material where Back then, you know, I graduated in 97. Back then, this little baby sample for a guy to look through an electron scanning microscope. So you can actually look at the thing and, and watch the atoms actually come off of it. Oh, wow. You know, it's like that. You know, and basically what that was is a, it was a feasibility study. If I could use like a real basic sample prep. To get some basic information. And basically, there's like a little wafer. There's like a, like a little sandwich, you know, yeah. like one of those little wafer cookies of different types of materials. And basically, these type of materials, if you put a magnet around it, yeah, it would create an electrical current. Okay. So some of the applications were an airbag, an oh. odometer, oh, you know, wow. an odometer yeah. to, for the speed. Y- you know, like you have a, a magnet around a wheel or something that turns and, 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 you know, you just, you know, those are the applications, right? Yeah. But I was looking through a microscope. I'm like that's not me but i had to finish the deal because mm-hmm. i was paying for it and you know i'm a legit engineer but I, it's more problem solving yeah you know and i and there was a degree that was just coming into into the fold it, it, out of the engine because you had to apply to the college of engineering called engineering arts which is basically more like what i do mm-hmm. you know it's solving problems uh, dealing with business things and, and let me tell you something if you don't have you, you could have the you know, you could have the the, the best ideas and sliced bread, if there's not a market for it. Yeah, like someone's not going to buy, buy it, it. Yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, and and that's another thing too. It's like, you know, you have to design products. Yeah, that the market wants. And if you listen to my podcast with Dick Seif, who's a Michigan Stater who mm. was real high up at Lincoln, he, that's how we started developing products. Yeah. At Lincoln Electric, mm-hmm. a route like that, he he he's like the grandfather of that methodology. Yeah, you know, he's been retired. You know, he had forty years, and he's been retired close to ten years. So, but he, you know, you know, that's what you have to do in in an organization. Yeah. like it's just not, you know, and there, there's a lot of technologies that you see that are that are great in certain aspects, but they're too complicated. people yeah. can't can't understand them, and they they just don't they don't take off. Yeah, they don't. Nobody buys them. You know, nobody buys them. Yeah, so, so it's tough. So. All right, well hey, this is a great podcast. Yeah. I think we talked, you know, I don't know how long we talked here, but you know, this good. What do you think? Do you have a good time?
1: Yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um yeah, you could help me by just letting your friends know about yeah, Bradley definitely. Basics. Yeah, you know, definitely. if you if you if you feel comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm working on some solutions. I've got a lot of, you know, connections. Um kind of revamped my LinkedIn. I had like over a thousand I don't know connections or whatever, but I kind of looked at a lot of these people, I don't even know who they were anymore. So I kind of streamlined it, but I'm just building it, you know, from yeah. scratch. I'm here. I'm a resource. I've been working for, you know, 24 years and I'm available. Yeah, I'm available to wrap and come up with solutions and, you know, help people uh, be successful. That's really yeah. what it is. And, that, and that, that's, that's my reward mm. is like that maybe five years down the road, I see how well you're doing Yeah, and say, man, that was pretty cool. I had a podcast. Mm -hmm. with Jacqueline I'll look at her now this is great or maybe come see you on the show or something yeah
1: that'd be great (laughs) I'd definitely come
0: so okay all right cool all right appreciate your time yeah We'll 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 go get your dad okay all right everybody hey thanks for the uh listen to another rally basics podcast enjoy the day take care